Hello and everyone, welcome back to the TNC podcast. Smiles back on the faces of all Norwich City fans. Um, Chris, what were we worried about? Here we go. <laughs> we're back. This is going to be interesting, isn't it, Jack? Because, of course, it was my birthday celebrations on Saturday night after the Birmingham game. I think people can hear in our voices that we were we were jolly. Yeah, so just a word of warning to the, uh, to the audio listeners especially of our voice breaks and we have to stop halfway through. <laughs> Sorry, but there's nothing we can do about it. And, of course made better by uh, another Gabriel Sarah goal and another Roe Ripper as well. A Roe Ripper ripping into my bank account if this stays the way. Um, <laughs> no, it was it was a great performance. We'll be getting onto that shortly. We'll also be talking about a busy week for Norwich. Coventry away, yeah. Swansea on the road as well. Plenty to get through there. Indeed. We've got a watch along this Wednesday. We'll be talking more about that later on. Uh, and also a big thank you, actually. We said on the last show, Chris, that we were going to auction a Yusuf Safri sweaty signed yeah. match worn shirt. Um, the big C were like, oh, I don't know if you've sold it particularly well there, calling it a sweaty <laughs> match worn shirt. And actually, the people wanted yeah. Yusuf Safri sweat. Yusuf Safri's. Yusuf Safri sweat. That's a tongue twister. Mate, have you still got Lakens in your system uh, from Saturday night? Um, but we raised over 220 yeah. quid, I think. Amazing. So thank um, you. Amazing. We're now up to 30,000... About 31k. Yeah, almost. So massive, massive thanks yeah. to you guys for getting involved in that one. There'll be more auction items coming coming available to you via the Big C eBay store uh, in the future. So well done and thank you. And just on the topic of watch along, we're not going to talk about it yet. Okay. What I will say now is make sure that you watch this podcast or listen to this podcast all the way until the end where I will be revealing who the special guest is, Jack. There's a special guest? Yep, there's a special guest. I've arranged it. You is didn't, it cheesy? You didn't give me permission, but I've arranged for a special guest to come on at half time and wow. I'll be revealing it at the end of this podcast. That's exciting. Absolutely. What's also exciting is that Norris City are back. Yeah. I'm a bit... <laughs> I'm really... Someone Someone um, posted something after the game and said, oh, you boys need to curb your excitement this time. Like, oh, God, it uh, bores me to tears. Like, we're fans. We, Of course we get carried away. And I think that the reaction um, to the start of the season was appropriate. I think the reaction to the Plymouth pummeling was appropriate. And don't get me wrong now, I am going to attempt to be careful and not get too carried away because, I mean... You know, it, it was a great performance against Birmingham, Jack. It was. Mm. I'm looking at the stats though, and I'm thinking that that actually, not you know, you give it the eye test, of course, but looking at the stats, it, it was quite even. And think, actually, yeah. it was a game that that probably could have swung either way. Yeah. You know, put possession, um, Norwich sixty percent, Birmingham forty percent, uh, expected goals, xG. Everyone loves a bit of that. Almost, almost identical. Um, we did have three more shots. Um, they had just as many big chances. They missed two big chances. We only missed one. Um, you know, the, the, just as many corners. So I, I personally do feel that it was one of those ones that could have swung either way. So I am going to attempt to be cool, calm and collected on this podcast and say, oh, like, Plymouth was horrendous. And I think the boys got the job done yeah. against Birmingham. And I think they've brought back a bit of belief again, right? And that's totally cool. But we need another two really good yeah, performances, especially away from home, to actually earn back. It sounds it sounds a bit harsh, but 
to earn back the, the trust of the supporters because that Plymouth game is just inexcusable and I'm not going to stop talking about it until they put it to rest, which equals two wins this week. I need two wins to forget about Plymouth, Jack. You know, I thought the amazing thing, Chris, was, you know, off the back of that Plymouth game, and it was horrendous, um, you know, to ship six goals in that fashion was, was inexcusable. I was at the Fulham game on, on Wednesday evening yep. in the Cup, much changed side once again blown away by the atmosphere and it does feel different this season because yeah. I feel like if that if we would have lost in that manner last season it would have been seriously toxic yeah. not only during the game yeah. but the weeks after it and actually it was it was carnival like at Fulham we lost that game but we saw some bright performances particularly from the young players I thought Jaden Warner looked promising I like the look of, of Fisher down the right hand side he looks like a a sharp player. I actually think Warner was actually desperately unlucky to not start against Birmingham. Yeah. I do. I do, Jack. I think. I think. I, th I actually think a lot of those players that you know, it was a it was a leap of faith. Actually, I think from that from 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 David Wagner to start an almost identical team against Birmingham mm. to the one that played against Plymouth. Fair play to him. He put his chips on red and it worked. He's braver than me because if I was let down as badly as as um, those boys let him down at, at Plymouth. I wouldn't have started. I, I think. I think the. I, you know. I said last week that I would have liked to have seen a, a pretty much unchanged eleven. Yeah. It, it was barring Poiretta who came in. I thought maybe the only one who could have felt slightly hard done by was Borja signs. Yeah. Um, but you know, fitness issues still still with him, so I wasn't overly shocked. Um, but anyway, Fulham was encouraging. Fulham was encouraging, and, and I think going into the Birmingham game. You know, I wanted to see a reaction, yeah. and I wanted to, I wanted to see them just grind something out, mm. and I saw that. I don't think Birmingham ever looked like winning the game. By the way, can I just put this out there? As always, Birmingham are Birmingham. <laughs> it's just the most predictable two 0 win. Birmingham are Birmingham. They've been, <laughs> they have had a great start to the season. Don't get me wrong; they've started the tail off. Before our game, they have five injuries and they lose 2-0. Yeah. And they don't win at our place. Like, Birmingham are Birmingham. Yeah. They look like world beaters one week, relegation follow the other yeah. week. Well, I was in the pub before the game drinking a few Lakens and, and everyone Standard. was like, what's the, you know, what's the score going to be? I'm like, if there's ever going to be a 2 nil list today, yeah, yeah. just get it done. Yeah. I was a bit annoyed, actually, because I had um, PP to score in a 2-0. Um, Looked sharp, PP. Yeah, yeah. But look, I, I'm very happy that, that PP got his start. And I think that... I think that the Polish prince is proving a lot of people wrong. You keep using a lot of alliteration and you're doing very well to execute it. Thank you. Considering um, you're, there's still you know, alcohol seeping out of, your, <laughs> out of your pores. On a serious note, PP, yeah. against Birmingham, yeah. talk to me. So he came in for Hernandez. Yeah. And I actually think he probably offered more than Hernandez. Okay. I think they're very similar on the ball. Um, I just think PP... <laughs> PP, <laughs> just a funny name, isn't it? He just, I think his final product is a little bit shrewder than 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 Hernandez. Okay. I think they're I think they're very similar players, um, but I I do think it was the right call having Poheta mm. in there. Would I start him again next game? I think it's fifty fifty. I think Hernandez will do just as well, um, but I, I like that from Wagner because you know he's he's been edging him in, edging him in. Yeah. And then gave him his chance. Yep. I suspect he will start again on, on Wednesday evening. Um, and it, it gives Hernandez a kick up the arse. Because I don't think he's been good enough this season. And I think he'll agree. Yeah, I, I, I think that yeah, I think that Ernell's had a, had, a few, had a few good chances this season. Not a lot, mind, but a few good chances in front of goal. Um, I think that, yeah, I, I think that PP 
warrants a starting place. Mm. I'm really, really pleased that, that he's been given the opportunity to, to to have a go again because obviously last season he was horrendous. Um, and, you know, this season he's he started to look okay again mm. and that's really encouraging and I, and I hope that he proves us wrong and, and continues to put in positive performances. I actually think he was unlucky not to score against Birmingham. Um, and I think, yeah, look, don't get me wrong. What we know about the Polish prince is that his bur- his burning pace. Yeah, he's right? very quick. You know, and pace kills. You know, yeah. Hux will tell you that pace kills. If you've got that, you're off to the races, right? Yeah. And now just work on that final ball, work on those little details here and there. And I, I think he, I think PP has been superbly coached by David Wagner and his coaching staff, and they they deserve a lot of credit for what they've managed to achieve with PP so far this season. I don't buy. I don't buy that that, that, that he's a wing back. I don't buy that. Oh, I, I, I definitely think he's a midfielder, and I'm excited to see what he brings. As we've said before, he's a bonus ball, so that's great. I think it was Gabriel Sarah that got the man of the match. We'll get onto him shortly. If I was to give an alternate man of the match, yep. Jack Stacey. Yeah, for me, who just continually impresses me. I mean, the the second goal, the row goal. I mean, I know he didn't get the assist, but it was as good as an assist from Stacey. Just charging high up the pitch. I mean, he was he was in the, the Birmingham third of the pitch, crushes through his player, yeah. wins the ball back. Superb. Lovely little flick from Huang, straight into row, and, and he does what Jonathan Rowe does, score goals. But it was that intensity that I don't think we've seen from a, from a right back in you know a couple of seasons. Mm. Aaron's was great, right? And, and he was a fantastic player, and he's playing Premier League football now. I don't. I didn't see that in Aaron's mm. game. I don't Different know. I players. Think, I think we. Di- I think we. I think we did, but perhaps not near the end because of how badly derailed he was by Dean Smith. Um, so I'll give. I'll give Max a, a bit. A bit more credit than you there, Jack. But uh, you know, to talk about Jack Stacey, as you say, that tackle. Yeah. Proper. I. I love a tackle like that. Proper crowd mm. pleaser. Gets the crowd up. Off, yeah. Up off their feet. So aggressive. You know the thing that maybe people aren't talking about enough with Jack Stacey, right, is it sounds pretty basic, but I think he's just so fit. Yeah. Not just looks-wise. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Is in his, you know, just an absolute engine. Yeah. Um, I think he's a Premier League quality player. And I, and I, and I think that we've got away with one from mm. Bournemouth by getting him for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that that's our signing of the summer. Yeah, I'd agree. I'm so impressed with how fast he, he's you know he's hit the ground running big time and continues to deliver and, and numbers matter in, mm. in this game right not just positive performances we speak about that a lot Jack Stacey absolutely and, brilliant and, and I think that, that you know Stacey's obviously brilliant he brings the best out I think in Rowe and, and Fastnacht as well yeah. because him he drifts defenders out yes and he goes very wide and then they're going oh, do we go to Stacey? Do, do we go to Fastnacht? Yeah. And then Rowe's got a, yeah. a gaping space to run into, as we saw at the weekend. And and on the other side, Dimi Anulis. Mate, we need to talk about the Emperor of Norfolk. Mm. Oh my God, what a performance. Mm. And by the way, so close to getting his first goal for the club. It's just a delicious Has chip. Has he not scored for us? Over, no, he's not scored yet. Really? Delicious chip over big John Ruddy. Yeah. All he could do was watch it. It's just yeah. inches wide. Yeah. I just thought, oh, I feel for you. But honestly... Big up to Dimmy, yeah, the Emperor of Norfolk. Bloody brilliant this season. Mm. So good this season. Really enjoyed his post-match interview as well, where he spoke about the fact that he knows he's having a good season. He's enjoying the feeling. He's going to keep it up. Really, really encouraging signs. And and again, 
you know, numbers matter. What a great assist it was, it was for, for Sarah's goal. You know, crossed it on, a, on an absolute silver platter. Mm. For I mean, To be fair, Sarah had the easy job. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, Dimi yeah. just whipped in such a beautiful ball. Um, absolutely outstanding display. Outstanding display. And actually, I, I think that he was my man of the match, actually. Okay. He was my man of the match. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was nice that despite the defeat to um, Plymouth, we didn't let go of our principles of high wing backs, you know, Kenny almost dropping in to become a third defender when they're high up the pitch. I like that because we could have quite easily retreated into yeah. our shell and tried to yeah. sneak a 1-0, hit them on the break. We didn't do that. We tried to dominate yeah. the game. I think we did on the most part. The first half was a little bit slow. Mm. Equally, you could feel us building. Yeah. And the nice thing with this side, Chris, you know, you look at Rowe, you look at Sarah, um, you even look at a few of the other players and you go, there's quality in this side to just shift a game. 100%, mate. Particularly with those two. And of course, they, they were the ones who got the goals. But they are the ones that spring to mind. The row goal, it comes from nothing. Yeah, and, and do you know, I um, and everyone knows that we're the leaders of the Johnny Rowe fan club here on Talk Norwich City. But I saw another level to Johnny Rowe against Birmingham, right? Because I we, we've seen before great shots, great goals. But I looked at I looked at the, that row run and I thought it reminded this is a uh, this is a big statement and he's gonna he's gonna kill me. He's gonna kill me for Where this. Are you going here? He's got a long way to go, I know, but hear me out. That row run reminded me of Prime Huckabee. Oh. <laughs> Clip look, that up and send it to Darren. No, look, I, I'm not. Look, I'm not saying he's there. I'm not saying he's a better player. I, you know, he might not be able to get to that level. Right? Can but Jonathan all I'm Rowe is, be better than Darren Huckabee? Can he be better than Darren? I want Huckabee? a I want a one word answer. He can be. Yeah, he can be. If he keeps if he keeps this up, he can be. Mm. He's got to prove it in the big games. But I, I, I look. I look at. You know, you, you speak about there, Jack, about, you know, this Norwich City side have got players that, that can change games. Huckabee was one of those players. Johnny Rowe, I know it's early days. And the thing is that amazes me is I still think he's got, I think I think that he would probably also agree that he's getting used to playing so many games oh, yeah, 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 yeah. to keep up his match fitness. Yeah. I just saw that, that run against Birmingham and I thought, like it was like a flashback, and do you remember that that famous yeah. Darren Huckabee goal against Birmingham, where he took on the whole team and mm. then scored? Rowe didn't do that, I know, but that turn of pace, the step over, mm. shifting onto the other side, he just the bloke just oozes confidence. And I think you know he made Ruddy look foolish, and we know like incredible goalkeeper driving, he still got it. And Birmingham fans were were, were telling me Brummy Joan and Will Brazier, um, you know, big up to those boys. They were banging on about big John Ruddy. He's brilliant. You know, and, and they're right. He's been great for them in, in the time that he's been with the Blues. It was great to um, see big John back, actually. Of course. Loved it's always nice. It's, all, it's, all, it's all not, always nice to see him. Uh, do, do you know the other thing I want to say? We, we've spoken a lot about the attacking players, Jack. But give them credit where credit's due. What a, what an absolutely fucking massive clean sheet that was for, the, for, for those Well, I'm glad because if you had your way, you would have dropped them all. I wouldn't Rip have Rip up the team sheet. Start, you know, the youngsters, as you said. Stuck with the, the boys that have you know started our season strongly and did well. I think if I didn't say that, so I think you said no, you, no, don't, play the youngsters, you said. Don't peddle something that isn't true. I did say that he should make wholesale changes. Yeah. I stand by that. I think it was brave of David Wagner to do that. 
fair play. They put in a good performance, but do you know what, Jack? They fucking needed to. They should be putting in those performances. But anyway, credit where credit's due, Ben Gibson, superb. Mm. Shane Duffy, superb. And another one, massively underrated performance. Such an important save it was at nil nil. Big save. Angus Gunn. Yeah, it in was between a big the save. sticks. It's a massive, massive save. And do you know what, Jack? I think if that goes in, it's game over. I think you're I think, right. I think they go away with all three points. It, it was a big moment, that, because Birmingham was started. They had a couple of chances in a, in a short spell where we weathered it, and we weathered it well. And maybe a bit more quality yeah. it would have been finished. But the, the save off Stansfield, I think it was, from Huge. the left side, just makes himself big, hits him sort of on the shoulder, doesn't yeah. it? And, and that, what, as you say, if that goes in, you could be staring a 1-0 defeat in the, you know, in the, down and, the barrel. And let's factor in these two things. Six get past Angus against Plymouth. Okay, imagine what that does to your confidence. Ill during the week, missed, mm. missed I think one training session. If I'm right in saying, yeah. so to put in that sort of solid performance, I know it's not just about Angus. Right? I always say with, with your goalkeeper, it's 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 literally your last line of defence. It's almost like a bonus position, right? Because the boys need to protect you, and they protected Angus. But also Angus really, really held his own. He was absolutely superb against um, against Birmingham. Just dipping back to the to the Fulham game, and it does link to the uh, the game against Birmingham. Borgia signs. Yeah. Now got his goal against Fulham. Yeah. Uh, How good he look? It was only a twenty minute cameo, but hate to say, hate to say, I told you so. Well, thank, thankfully, you did get something right in last week's podcast because you know you would have been playing the kids against against Birmingham. Sorry to Ben and, and Duffy, who I know Chris offended last week. Um, I offended all of them. No, 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 I offended all of them. But I'm, I, I hope that I offended all of them. No, I do. They were all dreadful against Plymouth. Yeah. Oh, come on, they were. They stuck it up on the changing room. Yeah, but good. Yeah, but good. Fine. No, but they'll know they were dreadful yeah. against Plymouth. Borgia signs. Borgia signs. Twenty-minute cameo against Fulham, yeah. and you've had your wild comparison, so I'll get mine in. Gave me the aura. Mm-hmm. Saying he was like him, aura. gave him the aura of a certain Emmy Buendia. The way he moved, the temper, the way he his low centre of gravity. When he got the ball, you could feel a <gasps> in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got the goal. There were a couple of moments where he probably didn't release the ball early enough, but him and Johnny Rowe, oh, there was there was there was spice. There was connection with those two. Yeah, I, mate, I told you. I was like excited. he is. An extremely exciting player, um, and you know, obviously, unfortunately, picked picked up a bit mm. of a knock in the uh, in the twenty threes game, was it Something or twenty like ones that. Yeah. that he played against West Brom? Uh, had to come off. I hope that that's not too bad. Of course, I'll be surprised if he I'll be surprised if he plays against Swansea in any sort of way. To be honest with you, I think I think they'll probably protect him for a little bit longer now, given that. But yeah, so exciting. I love that temper. Yeah, I love it. Let's harness that. That let's use that mm. aggression. Um, and yeah, we've we've all been scared about saying it, but early signs, pardon the pun, say that he is looking like the next coming of Emmy Buendia. Well, yeah, I mean, who knows if he'll go to those levels. It was the way he moved with the ball. It, it was like the the ball was kind of on a piece of string, and it just mm-hmm. it just danced mm-hmm. across the pitch. And that you, you know you, that word gets so overused now, aura, right? And a lot of the youngsters on social media, he's, he's got that aura. There is a something. But, there's but, a something, something about it. But do you know what, mate? I I actually fully buy into aura. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think it's a very again like let's bring him up. A man that had that in his time at Norwich City, Darren Huckabee. Mm. He picks up the ball, and you feel the crowd, you feel the energy go, ooh. Mm. And like people, like they're off of their seats. 
and you know early signs pardon the pun again but he looks like he has certainly got that aura and that's and that it's those players that you watch football for mm. yeah you don't watch football for you know clean sheets and hoofball I'll tell you who you, you don't watch, watch football um, for Scott Hogan oh fuck no absolutely <laughs> no interest but and by the way we were actually in for him at one point weren't yeah. we do you remember those days yeah I'm glad we weren't but watch your signs exciting yeah next um, I think we should probably get on some Twitter questions. All right, then. Let's do that. Right, okay. Uh, the best time of the week. Twitter questions, Chris. Let's do it. Um, actually, before we do it, I'm going to ask you a question. Oh. And I'll inevitably end up saying what I think as well. Let's do a points predictor, Jack. Oh, I like these. Yeah, we so love it. for the month of October. Yeah, we love a start okay. of the month. Okay. We love a points predictor here on Talk Norris City. We always get it horrifically wrong. Let us know your points prediction for October in the comments. Yeah. Um, right, Jack. First of all, Swansea, Wednesday night. Talk to me. But a tough start, Swansea, haven't they? They're, uh, they're not in, in the best of places. A good, I think they beat Millwall 3-0 away from home at the weekend. Jack, three points? Yes. Good. Coventry away, tough. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's as tough as last season. We battered them at their place. They've, they've lost, you know, Hamer and, and, and Guy Crez has gone. Um, so you're sounding like you want to give three points there then. I'll give them a point. Okay. I am going. Well, I hope they win for you then. Thanks, mate. Leeds at home. Ah, three points. But did you see them against Russell Martins, Southampton? You think we'll, you think we'll beat battered. Leeds? Well, I, 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 I think the thing with Leeds is I like the squad... Don't rate. I don't rate the head coach. <laughs> oh no! No, in all seriousness, oh, in the God. month of in the month of October, that is probably our second hardest game. Okay, Middlesbrough at home win. Middlesbrough have been awful this Absolute season. Absolute car crash win. Uh, Sunderland away. That's a toughie. Tough. I'd snap your hand off for a point now. Yeah. So actually, you're giving us an undefeated October there. <laughs> You're going Have undefeated. Have we ever predicted a defeat? You're <laughs> ever in history. Are you going undefeated in October? The only one that I think. Oh, yeah, I am. The only one for me that I am. The only one that I think we might be undone is Leeds. I just think Farker yeah. will be so motivated yeah, yeah. for that game, and he does know a lot of those players still because we've had to keep them. Um, yeah, and, I, and I, 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 th- I think they'll find a way that day. Leeds. I've watched quite a lot of Leeds this season. They've either been hot or cold. Yeah. I mean, some of their games have been turgid. Yeah. I think they, they struggled early season with a lot of change in the dressing room and rumours yeah. and stuff. Um, you see, the problem with this, the, the problem with that game as well, Jack, is that it's going to be the return of he can do no wrong, Daniel Farker. And the, the, the crowd will be clapping him before the game, waving him, giving him, nice, giving him a nice warm welcome. I don't know if they will. They, they will. They will. So I, I, don't, I, think the, the tar, I, I just think Leeds are going to do a job on us that day. But I hope we win because I understand that he caused absolute nuisance with, with, with Norwich City during the summer window. Kenny McLean couple of absolute piss take offers mm. for him by the way um you know and uh, and i don't agree with the way that he operates and so I, I really sincerely hope that we beat them i just don't think we will i think that leeds will undo us that day tough month to be fair you got a, f- a few away tough. you've gone undefeated yeah but we're a great team okay fine I, I think the it's a tough start with you know you're in south wales then you're to coventry then you've got there's an, is there an international break? Well, there's yes. a bit of a break, isn't there? Yes. Then you've got Leeds. 
Then you go Middlesbrough at home. That's probably the easiest one of the month. But it's Carrick's Middlesbrough, and everyone was predicting them to finish top six. We're going to lose that now, aren't we? And if you're fearing Leeds, I'm fearing um, Sunderland. Okay, fine. I think that's a really tough okay, game, fine. that one. Um, right, let's do some actual questions now. From, okay. From X, not Twitter. And um, DRG says, rant! Oh, blimey, Dan. We, we won. We just won. Yeah, come on. Adam Eder this season hasn't been as bad as fans make out. Oh, so it's not, I, a, it's not a rant. It's a rant about a rant. I think, as a fan base, we should get a proper chant for the guy so he feels as though we back him like we do with Sarah. He misses a shot and we sing his song and it builds his confidence. Let's get behind Adam Eder. Well, Dan, look, we've... Thank you for your rant about the rant. We, we, I mean, I'm going to sound like a broken record, so I'm not going to go on about it for too long. Um, I believe that that we should be supporting Adam Eden more than ever before. And Jack, at the minute, he's our second highest goal scorer behind Johnny Wright. Yeah, no, I, th- I thought he led the line well again on, on Saturday. And I think we've, we've mentioned it before, Chris. The way that Wagner set this side up, it doesn't rely solely on goals yeah. from your striker. Yeah. So like at the weekend, you had Rowe with a goal, you had Sarah with a goal. Yeah. If Actually, if you look at the... The distribution of goals this season it hasn't relied overly heavily on the strikers and goals aren't goals aren't a problem at, at, at time of recording we are the top goal scorers in the league again we've gone mm. above you know who from from down the road so mm. you know we don't need to worry about goals what i would say adam did have um just to you know try and be a little bit balanced adam had a good header chance against birmingham he, he probably could have done better with that one but that i think that's probably me being a bit a bit harsh he also had a had a great shot out of, sort of out of nowhere. We created the space, took it on the right side. I think it was his right foot. Wrapped his foot around it and marginally went wide, but had quite. I think he had like two players in front of him, if I'm correct mm. in saying. So, I thought it was an okay display again from Adam and, and did everything that he could. I, I felt that he was okay. So yeah, I agree, Dan. Continue to back and support Adam. Mm. Dom Spencer rave. Oh, nice to see the raves back. Uh, thanks, uh, uh, Dom. He says I actually agreed with Jack. Our performance was as good as could be expected post Plymouth. The yep. current group's job is to stay in the fight while Sergeant Barnes and Science recover. If we can get to January, still in and around the playoffs, we should have a good chance. And Dom, I don't see any reason why why we can't. I think we mentioned that you know Ida who stepped in for Sergeant. You've got Science hopefully close to returning. Yeah. I think the the defence. I've suddenly, I'm suddenly seeing options there. I thought McCallum was good against Fulham as well, and he can step in. You've got Warner and, and Danny Bart who can yeah, dip into. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm kind of content with that. Yeah. Midfield, I know Wagner sees Liam Gibbs as a striker, but you've got him who can who can dip in there. If you can, if you can keep McLean and Sarah fit, yeah. you're on to something. Of course. And then you've got Science hopefully coming back in. You've got Hernandez, you've got Jonathan Rowe on form. I'm content. So linked... To that, we've got another one from Nick Taylor. His question, come January, do we need to be boosting our defence, taking into account conceding six last weekend? Or do we concentrate on another striker so we are not left with the same situation we currently have? Or can we afford both? Well, so Jack sort of answered already. I will be very surprised if we invest properly in January. I think that we will try to botch it because we haven't got a pot to piss in at Norwich. Unless... The news of the Atanasios makes a difference to the to the pot instantly, but I don't think it will. I, I think I think we're going to be a, maybe a good season, but it might finger in the air prediction on that. At the moment, I think it's going to be at least a season before we we start to see the impact of that. And, and we spoke about it in the summer, Chris. But it 
if you're saying to a defender coming in, you know, welcome to Norwich City, we've just hired you as fifth or sixth choice <laughs> yeah. behind not a, Gibson, yeah, Duffy, yeah. Bart, Warner. Yeah. I think the key You're I, going a piss off. I'm the, not doing that. I would have I would have I would have prioritised I probably would have prioritised another centre back maybe, but after seeing Warner You've got I've, got, four, I've got no interest in signing another centre back. You've got four centre backs. I, honestly, I really, I'm all in on the Warner wagon. <laughs> nice. I really am. And I, and I think we haven't mentioned him too much um, so far, but Huang, um, I thought the touch for the for the row goal was really nice actually. Yeah, flick. yeah. And, and, he's, and you can see him starting to grow into his role. Yeah. No, I agree with that, Jack. There was a quite a funny uh, quote that David Wagner came out with in the press before the Birmingham game. He said something about Huang. It was like. Yeah, def- defensively, yeah, defensively, he knows everything. Looks great defensively. It's just his attacking work that he needs to work on or something. And I was like, yeah. David, he's a striker. Yeah, and, and I think the week before he said, um, Huang's movement is interesting. <laughs> and that just struck me as like, what's going on with so, Huang? So what is the situation? No, on a serious note, lovely flick. Um, you know, And it's going to take him a few games to get warmed up, Huang. Mm. And, I, and I think it was an encouraging display against Birmingham. Uh, Simo, uh, welcome to the show, Simo. Simo says, I was at the game on Saturday. Oh, glad for you, Simo. Uh, in the last five minutes, we had Duffy, Gibson and Barr in a back five. Absolutely colossal. Felt a bit sorry for Koji yeah. Mayoshi. He was about five foot tall. Was I think he was actually smaller than Wes. And you, you had you know these three around him. He must have been scared stiff, the poor lad. Simo, I absolutely love that from you. I love that from you. Because I've seen time after time, season after season, year after year, Norwich get bossed about by big physical lumps. And I am so happy that we now own big lumps. Mm. And I'm so happy that we can, if we put our minds to it, bully people. Mm. I'm so pleased that we won't be outdone physically. I think it's absolutely brilliant. The downside of that is obviously we lack pace. I think we can all agree that after the Plymouth pummeling. But it's great that we've got some big lumps in our defence. And actually, the other thing I like about it, which sounds pretty weird, we're more of a threat than we ever have been from corner kicks now, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? I mean, you got... Seriously... If you're defending, you see Shane Duffy coming towards oh, you, you from the corner. Away. But you're not getting in the way no, of that train, no, are you? I don't want to be injured. No, you're getting out of the way. Yeah. That's, uh, just, that's a scary prospect. Just remember, Simo, uh, if Chris would have had his way, neither of, well, none of them would have been playing at the weekend. That's no, true. Look, I, I, I own that. I completely own that. I stand by it. I think that David gambled to keep the team almost the same. I do. Because they let him down and they let the fans down. And I stand by it. But fair play, they proved me wrong. Um, right, let's go to the next one, Jack. I, Ryan just said, and you mentioned it earlier, Chris. I can't believe you knew this has never scored for Norwich. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, that's a, that's a yeah. little stat. that I, I like that stat. Yeah, well, I don't mad, like it. I want him to um, score goals, but I didn't ooh, know it. Let's get this one in from Evan Sire, um, who's from Attleborough in England. He says, question, if Johnny Rowe gets 20-plus goals... Will Jack add an extra £500 to his big C payment? Right, Jack? No. You're scared. You're petrified now, aren't you? You're quaking in your boots. Well, to to be honest... You are petrified. Ewan? Evan? Evan? I think he probably does get close to 20 goals. I mean, I'm genuinely... like when I obviously wasn't expecting him to be this good when I made the bet. Because I'm not stupid. Well, I I am stupid, but... 
you know, I think if, you're if foolish. I thought that he was going to get in the team of the season, I think you're foolish. I think you're naive. A, a reminder, completely of, clueless. A reminder of the bet. It's if he gets in the championship team of the season. Yeah, and re- and a reminder of my offer to Jack, which he has declined, is, mate, do you want to start paying in, in instalments every time he gets in the team of the month? <laughs> but you have declined that, so um, look, fine. Do I think Roe? I think he probably. I think he gets close to twenty. He's just a threat, and I think. What's he on now? Eight? No, not that seven. Many. Six, I think. No, no, he was on six. So he must. So he's on seven. Is he? That shows how six much or we seven. Know. I think and and. The amazing thing with, with, with Rowe as well is he doesn't have to start. Like, he came on against Fulham and just got an assist. Like, he just makes an impact. Mm-hmm. And I think the, I think with Rowe, he's su- and I think this is what Wagner will be trying to take him to the next level. He does occasionally drift in and out of games. Mm-hmm. And that's expected. He's still young. Yes. But, you know, it, imagine how good he will be if he's, you know, ever present. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, you know, Buendia had and Madison had and blah, blah, blah. That's the next level, but he has that spark of quality yeah. that very few in this league have. Evan, he can reach twenty goals. Oh, oh absolutely! If he, if he wants it, if he stays he fit, can get there. By the way, just a reminder: if you're enjoying Johnny Rowe Fever, you can pick up our our, our relaunch merch, yeah. which is a Johnny Rowe T-shirt. Yeah, links in the description. Get on it. Um, <laughs> shoot him a Gavin. Um, great to see you, Shooter. Shooter says, do you think Sarah is most effective as a 10 or a defensive midfielder? Feels like we need a skip-type player along McLean to release Sarah further forward. Could Forshaw be the guy? Now, we haven't spoken about Ooh. Forshaw, who, you know, from the glimpses I've seen, I've been quite impressed yeah, with. Yeah. You know, keeps the play moving, and I think... For sure. <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, I think Sarah is... You know, to, to unleash the, the, the real talent in him, he needs to be played further forwards. Because we saw it at the weekend, yeah. he's got a pass, he's got a finish, can score headers, clearly. Um, I, th- I like it when McLean drops deep, because I think he can orchestrate the play from quite, you know, f- far back in the, on the pitch. Mm. Can Forshaw fit in there as well? Maybe he can. I think it's a shrewd signing, Jack. I really, really do think that. Um, I was worried that we'd sign a sick note based upon the... Um, the reaction of the Leeds fans but to be honest with you I think you should always take that with a pinch of salt <laughs> well they are they are they're a funny old bunch they of Leeds fans bunch, aren't they yeah. um, it's like the world's against them all the time um, no I, I thought yeah I, I really like the look of Forshaw seems to be a really solid signing What, a, and I don't I mean this with respect like like even if he's not starting I'm actually quite happy with that because off the bench I'm like you're going to get a nine, an 8 or 9 minimum Every single time, so far, just looks like such a sturdy, such mm. a sturdy player. Um, sturdy, and I, I agree, like it does it does un- unlock players to, to go further forwards. And Ollie, uh, the Northern, uh, well, Northern Norwich one is his uh, is his X handle. His bio is simply Jonathan Rowe with a goat emoji, <laughs> and his location is HMS Piss the League. <laughs> Very good. And uh, he says, good. "Rave, big shout out to the legend Westy." But I'm sure you know, reaching £60,000 and running that half marathon. Westy, he's done yeah, his half marathon. I, I loved seeing those pictures on Sunday morning. And the amazing thing, what I saw the pictures and I thought, oh, he's at the start line. He was at the finish. He just, just cruised the half marathon. Yeah, of course he did. I mean, and for those that are somehow under a rock, if you don't know the Westy story, got trolled, unfortunately, um, after an interview with the Pinken boys, um, went out found out his fundraising link, whacked it online, 
the football family came together and they reacted in the best way possible and turned a negative into a positive. £60,000. Me- mental. It's yeah. just phenomenal. Westy, we literally salute you. You are an absolute legend, mate. Mm. And I'm, I'm so, so happy that, that you've done your half marathon. Congratulations for that. Yeah, no, absolutely. One of the, one of the real feel-good stories. And what about, what about this one, actually, from, from Chris Lacey? It's not often that we, that we talk about the, the women's team, Jack. Oh, we, yeah. we should do more. Through, and, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we need to say big up to, to, to the Norwich City women because they beat Bournemouth 2-1. A brilliant win against, <laughs> against a team that haven't actually lost this season, I really? believe. I'm right in saying. I, I read somewhere that they hadn't lost until Norwich City women rocked up. So big up to the ladies. Well done. Congratulations. Nice to see that, you know, the women's team being taken seriously as a, as a proper outfit. Yeah. And, that the, you know, they are now linked with Norwich City. Yes. You know, I think... It wasn't long ago. I think they were, they were playing at like Plantation Park and they were having to pay for their kits and all that nonsense. I actually, I you know, what one the Lionesses have been fucking brilliant. Yeah. And I love I love everything that's going on there. Yeah, me too. I w- watched a bit of the Women's Super League on on uh, over the weekend. The, the the new season has begun. I thought the quality is getting really good. Um, Lauren Hemp ripping it up for for Manchester City. Good old Norfolk girl. Um, and and Norwich City women should be striving to that level and, and hopefully they're heading in the right direction. Here, here. Ryan Mike, I think that he has... Ryan Mike, I love people who have two first names. I, I think that Ryan is about... Is it Ryan Mike or is it Mike Ryan? I don't know, but what I do know is that he's halfway through his case of discounted Lakers with his HMS Pistol League hat on because he says, statement... Dimmy was our man of the match last game. PP stepped up nicely. Mm. Our pace that side will be unmatched if we can press teams and impact the final third. I think two away wins against Swansea and Coventry put us in the top three, maybe top two conversation again. (laughs) (laughs) You you did mention it earlier, Chris, about away form. And I think that... We're not in the top two conversation. That's what we need to see now. We need to see consistent away performances. I don't think we've seen that so far, really, this season. I agree. I think the top two, it, Leicester are by far and away the best team. It's in this done. Division. Leicester will win the league. I mean, again, I watched them at the weekend. Like that's a Premier League team. Of course, it is. It's um, it's, it's, it's ridiculous that they're so, actually. So in Le- this Leicester are up. Yeah. So that's one place gone. Yeah. Um, Ipswich. Um, Ipswich. Uh, dropping points at the weekend against yep. Huddersfield. Yeah. Uh, what was our score at Huddersfield? Um, what was it? Four 0 Four 0 so we are officially four goals better than Ipswich. Um, look, I think they'll be up in the mix this this summer. I think a top six would be a massive achievement for, for, for I, us this season. Yeah, I think we can be talking about playoffs. Oh, absolutely. I think we should be. And actually, I, don't, I think if we don't get in the playoffs with that team, I'll be very disappointed. I, I think that. I think that's a, a, a step too far. What? Because what? we weren't saying top what? six at the start of the season. I don't give a shit. Have you seen the way that we've played at the start of the season? But I don't and the way that those players are performing? And the way that the new players have gelled with our existing players? And the young and up-and-coming talent coming through week, the door? A week ago, you were saying... And the exciting brand of football that we're playing. No, 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 it wasn't, Jack. Are, are, we, playing, Jack. are we playing Jack, the kids this Jack. weekend or are you going back to the senior right. team? Your expectations, yeah. again, toilet fodder. Absolute toilet fodder. You're saying that if I you just don't, don't get know the playoffs where... this season, you won't be disappointed. Your Where's your ambition? Are, are up and down where so much. Is... I don't know where you're Jack, standing anymore. Where Chris. is your ambition? Where is your ambition? You've given up, haven't you? I have not given you're up. You're one of these fans that's like, oh, I prefer the championship to the I've Premier never League. Said that. You are, aren't you? 
I'm, I'm saying I think we're good enough to get into the I playoffs. I might be 30, but you're sounding like you're 50. I'm saying I, I think we're good enough to get in the playoffs, but if we don't, that's not a disappointing season. It is. It absolutely is. And I bet you the majority of people agree with me. You're going to be in the minority big time on that. Big time. Let us know. Will so, you be disappointed? So, so, Will you be disappointed if Norwich don't get in the playoffs well, now this season? Well, of course we'll be disappointed, but there's a difference between a fan being disappointed and what the expectation of this side should be. Mate, look at the way we're playing. We've kept Gabriel Sara. We've got one of the best keepers in the league in between the sticks. We've got two experienced centre-backs that could that should be keeping clean sheets. We've got the Rolls-Royce play, playing at the back. We've got Dimi Yunulis coming through. We've got Kenny McLean, the engine room. Yeah. International Scotland, everything you fucking like. You haven't even mentioned yeah. our best player. Johnny fucking Rowe. No, not him. Who? Huang. We've got Huang. No, love, love I'm, I'm not. I'm not expecting Quang to do anything. Christian Fastnacht, he's good. But see, no, come on, come on. No, I think I'm, I'm saying I think we will be in and around the playoffs. Yeah. But if we finish eighth, I'm not going to have a hissy fit like you oh. and say rip, rip the team up again. Because <sighs> look how look mate, how that. You're, mate, you're, if, you if you had to... your way, you would have had an under twenty three side out against Birmingham. And we would have been absolutely destroyed. Do you know so what? I'm thankful that Wagner doesn't listen to your nonsense. Do you know what? Because we would be in turmoil if you got your I way. I can tell that you like cricket. <laughs> Where's that come from? Because you're just so boring. <laughs> like you're so boring. What are you what, on about? What are you coming? What are you coming out? You won't be disappointed if we don't get in the playoffs. No. After playing the way we played at the start of the season. Well, mate, you've had a you've had a shocker there. I'm not had a shocker. No, you have. You've had a shocker there. Mate, we've got bloody big bad buzz. We've got Sergeant to come back in this side. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna say you won't be disappointed. With USA, USA up top, no, banging the goals in no, front. We'll win the league next season. Matt Gibson. Yeah, quickly. Can this team handle two games in a week? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they can, which is why we oh, saw performances God. like Rotherham and yeah, Plymouth. That's fair. Wagner has to mix it up a little bit mm. when we play two games in a week and freshen things up, use the whole squad. I think I think we will see change. Yeah. I think Hernandez. Do I think Hernandez? I think he's got the option of Hernandez. Yeah. You've got the option of Forshaw. You've got Liam Gibbs. You've got Danny Bart or Warner to come in at, um, at centre-back. You've mm-hmm. got Sam McCallum who can play either side. He does have options. Yes. But I would agree. I think certainly the Rotherham performance was fatigue. Yes. I think that came into it. And that was before we had Bart and Huang. So we were kind of a little bit loose there. I, I, I don't think you can blame fatigue at, at Plymouth. That was just us being ridiculously Woeful. bad but it you know that is a point where we still need to prove can we go away mm. south wales long old way in midweek yeah and win well we should be able to jack we should be able to i hope so let's not lower our standards as low as jack reeves jack callow uh do you know what i'll have a little name of the week on that one jack callow great name jack ncfc home and away e-block season tick holder up the callum he says statement janoulis has been the most consistent player all season um, I would, I, in terms of consistency, I'd say, I'd say Stacy. Yeah. I don't think Dimmy was great against Plymouth, but n- 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 no, nor no, was anyone. No one was. Yes. Correct. I, I think Dimmy's a, a top, top draw player. I think he's, I think he's exceptional. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, what yeah. about what about this really from good. the Norwich SAS? Blimey. The season is long. This is a, this is like almost a speech again. Here we go. The season is long. No, not this again. <laughs> and we will have our ups and downs. <laughs> so just get behind the lads and stop slagging the team off. 
as this only creates a depressing atmosphere. Just take a look at the mistakes you have made. <laughs> I don't know if that was like him having a go at us. Or, it might be, but... Or you... a passionate speech. But to be fair, I, I do want to say the Norwich SAS. It was I honestly don't valid. know what he said because of your accent. It, there, but... it, was, it was completely valid... To be furious after the Plymouth game. It wasn't valid to say... You know, and Kenny McLean, our captain, said it himself, you know, that he understands the, the, the fans being frustrated after that one. So, yeah. But I do I do also agree that there's no point, you know, slagging that, you know, let's try not to slag the team off, of course. But we didn't after the Birmingham game because they did the business. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Fulham. And, and they lost that I game. said it before and I'll say it again. The Norwich fans are doing their job this season. I actually, I had a message in the week, Chris, and I had your back. For you once, I, I supported you. Right, Michael Did Hoffer. You? Did you lo- actually? Yeah, Michael Hoffer, loyal supporter of the channel. I think was deeply offended by your uh, American accent, <laughs> and he was saying, you know, he's probably not yeah. welcome into the country ever again. And I said, Michael, you can't be, you know, having a go on, on speech and 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 accents here because I learned a couple of weeks ago, Chris, that Americans pronounce niche as in oh don't start yeah shocking niche oh awful and I heard it and I went oh that has to be a mistake or I've misheard and he's meant to say it yeah awful isn't it and I I said hi Michael like really trust you you're you're a very well educated man can you just confirm to me that you guys don't say niche they say niche and I and and he confirmed that they do and I was like oh god America yeah it almost, I suddenly didn't. Yeah. I suddenly don't like Sergeant anymore. Yeah, it almost makes you want to throw up. Doesn't oh it? God, yeah. It's, it's not as bad. Niche. It's not as bad as soccer, though. Oh my Lord, don't start me. Well, on I'm that. kind of like you know, I'm I'm so disappointed with that that I'm, I've accepted it. But you can't say niche. <laughs> That's so random, by the way. Yeah, sorry. I just um, I just thought you know. Right, Jack. There we go. I th- I think it's time that we share the special guest. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know who it is. Okay, right. So I would love to know. So people. When you're watching it, when are they watching this? Watching or listening what? to this? This podcast. Whenever they want. Okay. Um, when you're watching and listening to this, which is hopefully before the Swansea game, I'm delighted to announce... Well, let's say we are doing a watch-along for it. Oh, yeah, we sorry. Yeah. that context. Sorry. So we're doing a watch-along, just like the old days. The glory days. Do you remember the last watch-along we did at your house? Yes. It was QPR. Yes. We were fucking woeful. Yeah, and we were Isaac really Hayden literally passed it... And it ended up yes. in Rosette, and it was like meant to be like a sideways pass. It was like it was dreadful. Did we we drew, didn't we? I think I, I think so, but I think we had an extra man as well. I, th- I remember watching it just being really down. Oh, it was proper toilet fodder. Because QPR were awful as well. Oh, they always are, aren't they? Okay, so that so was anyway. the last one. So we haven't so really anyway. sold it. I mean, how <laughs> do No, no, no. Seriously, do join us on Wednesday night. It'll be a giggle. Absolutely, um, it will be. But I'm very delighted to say that the special guest... Is he going to sort of pop out? ...who is coming on at half-time okay. is... Super, super Brad, super... No way! Super Brad, super, super Brad, super Bradley Johnson. Bradley Johnson? Yeah. He's coming on the watch-along? Yeah. That's exciting. Who put his ball... Oh, no, sorry. Um, yes, Bradley Johnson. Brilliant. Yes. He will put the ball in the back of the TNC net. Yes, he will. So he will be joining us at half-time. God. And, uh, do you know what? I, I've got a funny feeling that, that 
Jono is just going to stay on for the second half. I hope so. And you know what? Brilliant, brilliantly done by you because that when Bradley joins the the watch along, mm-hmm. I can go through for a wee. Well, there you go. Classic. And might I say as well, I thought it was appropriate to get Bradley Johnson on because he scored against Swansea away, and people will remember. Well, I can't we played, remember it. We played in that black. I remember the black we, kit. We had a black yeah. kit. I think the say it was the same. Um, I remember Holtie scoring in a black. Kit yes, and Seb Basong scored that day. He was wearing his Cameroon sweatbands. Yeah. Oh, um, I believe, actually, strange. Sadly, I remember. I think he was racially abused that day. Actually, random memory. Oh. Um, but yeah, anyway, Johnson scored. Yeah. Um, so there, there you go. We always, He's coming on. We always seem to score goals at Swansea. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's going to be exciting. Give a nil nil. No, I think we beat Swansea. <laughs> no, I do as well. It's going to be. I think we do. I think we do. I'm excited. Look, uh, we've predicted an unbeaten October, so you know the only way oh, is up from here. Oh God, they should. Man, they can do it. Mm. They can do it. We've got the. As long as the team stays fit, they can go unbeaten in October. Mm. I'm excited, Chris. Great to see you. Uh, thanks to everyone at home for listening, watching. Remember, if you want your Lakens, you want to stock up for the watch along. Yeah. Links to that in the description. They're still 20% off. Remember, if you want a Johnny Rowe t-shirt... Who doesn't? Hit the link in the YouTube description and grab yourself one of those. Any other things we can sell? Um, us. TNC Watch Along, Wednesday night. Be there or be square. Thanks very much, everyone. Bye-bye. On the Ball City!